Hello and welcome to another episode of The Long and Short of It, episode five. We've hit all four parks and today we're going to be looking at Disney Springs. It's ironic actually because it's the only thing in Disney World right now that is open in the United States. So Disney Springs today, looking at that, maybe talking a little bit of Voices of Liberty here at the beginning as we recognize Memorial Day. Thanks for joining us. Welcome to the long and short of it. I'm Matt and she's Corey. I'm tall and she's short. She loves television and I love movies. We have different perspectives, but there's one thing we both love. Walt Disney World. As annual pass holders, DVC members, and lifelong fans of the happiest place on earth, we wanted to impart some of our experiences and wisdom to you. This podcast will focus on one of the most popular things to do at Walt Disney World, the rides and the attractions. Well, yesterday was Memorial Day, which is such an important day to think about, uh, whether you're celebrating at your home or if you were able to be at Disney. uh, One of the things that for all of us, Memorial Day um, is the opportunity for us to remember those who sacrifice their lives for us to have freedom. And I think Walt Disney loved America, no question. There were so many things in his parks uh, that were a nod to the founding of our country and and to American history. And so I I can only imagine, you know, there's a daily uh, flag retreat in Magic Kingdom and um, just taking the time to honor people who, in this case, have given their lives for us to have our freedom. Um, I think about... Memorial Day is different than Veterans Day. So Veterans Day are those who served Mm -hmm. um, and Armed Forces Day are for those who are serving. But uh, I think about my grandfather, uh, called him Pop-Pop, and he served in the Korean War. Um, I think about my uncle who is still here and um, Uncle John served in Vietnam. And I know these days um, are significant and they're significant not only to our country, but to all of our families who have been impacted by people who have given their lives for somebody else. Yeah. I, I, I think that the perspective of the acknowledgement of the armed forces in general, it certainly was tied into people's, um, lives closer, um, you know, back in the 40s and 50s, mostly because we still had, we still had the the draft and people were going in and at such a young age, I know Sports Center recently has uh, acknowledged again, Patrick Tillman, who chose to turn down a contract for the Arizona Cardinals to go serve his country. And then of course, uh, I think, uh, was killed with friendly fire at some point, but I think I saw today's Sports Center said fifteen 
NFL players had mm. served and uh, sacrificed their lives. Yeah, I mean, you remember some of those baseball players taking time off to go serve in World War II. Um, my grandfather was in the Navy, and he served in the Korean War. Didn't talk about it much. You know, I think serving's one thing. Coming back with stories that you want to tell when you deal with some of those hardships. I just think of even Afghanistan now. A couple of our former students have been to Afghanistan and served. I remember guy by the name of Dan O'Hara that I used to coach that went to Afghanistan and served and was a pretty high-ranking official where he was in charge of a squad and it, it can't be it can't be easy not only to have to uphold the law I mean I think of cops uh, they're probably not coming back with great stories of I arrested this one person and that's so good. You know, they, they see such ugliness in the world and they're that filter to keep us clean almost. So we appreciate the veterans that served and are still alive today. I know my uncle Bob served with the Navy. Um, but for those that gave their lives, that's, that's such a huge thing to allow us to have the freedoms that we have now. Like you said, Disney is amazing at recognizing some of these things. Here's just a really quick clip that they released on the Voices of Liberty in Epcot. about that is the voices of liberty i mean i would go to the american pavilion i would go just to hear them and not go into uh the american experience or american adventure um they're Which, amazing they are amazing the american experience is an episode for another day because it does a great job it's U.S. history in 22 minutes. Oh, you're you're already excited for that. So, but I appreciate the voice of liberty in that re in rendition. That was done over our virtual concerts, you know, that we've done, and I know I worked hard to release some for the school I work for. But um, boy, they sound good even virtually. Well, let's dive into. What is known now known as Disney Springs. This might be one of the areas at Walt Disney World that has had the most iterations. Uh, by our research, we are on iteration number five. Yeah. So it started out as Lake Buena Vista Shopping Village. Yeah, in 1975. Yep, I never went to Lake Buena Vista Shopping Village. Uh, I wasn't alive. Right. Then it was Walt Disney Village. Yeah, in 77, right? Correct. All good things happened in 77. Shout out to 
Star Wars and Return of the Jedi that came out, you know, what, 1977, May the 25th, so a couple of days well, before. Well, Star Wars, and then, what, Return mm. of the Jedi was 83? And 77, you get a lot of stuff from American Eagle that says 77, too. I appreciate that. Okay, then in 89, Disney Village Marketplace. That, I think, was another... I did, I've never been to Disney Village Marketplace because that was during... The period of time where sure. I didn't get to go to Disney. And then downtown Disney mm. and now Disney Springs. Downtown Disney closed in 2015. Now, I have to tell you, this might be one of my most traumatic Disney World experiences. Yeah, shop, it, shopping does that to me too. And it happened in Walt oh. Disney World Village. It happened on the Empress Lily and it was a character breakfast. Okay, explain the Empress Lily the because Empress it does not Lily, exist now. Nope, it's a big it was a big giant river boat in the harbor of what at that point was Walt Disney World Village. Sure. Uh, you could rent boats and all sorts of things, but there was a character breakfast. Now, if you are a parent at this point, you should not allow your children to listen. So, Disney says that you can be friends with a character. Now, if anyone loves a good character meeting, it is me. I was sitting there as a sprite young child. I was probably seven or eight. Yeah, I mean, you lose your sprightness at 10 for sure. Right, so I was sprite, and I was so excited because we were going to meet Minnie Mouse at this character breakfast. Mm. And I get there, and I'm sitting there, ready to meet Minnie Mouse, over she comes, and the head was not properly attached. And I could see into the head of Minnie Mouse, and Minnie was not a Minnie. No. Minnie was a Mickey. And I was devastated. I know what you mean when you're saying that. I was devastated. I was devastated. How could, how could there not have been a girl in Minnie Mouse? How did I... It wasn't Minnie Mouse. And not only was it not Minnie Mouse, it wasn't even a girl. This was a moment of devastation. I did recover. I still love a good character meeting, the characters and their friends, but it was devastating to my sprightly seven-year-old self. It, it's, it's hard to believe that Disney really does suspend reality when it comes to that. You know, there are parks... There are places, you know, I remember going to Six Flag and there's a B Bugs Bunny. Oh, man, you know, that's that's an ugly thing right there. But most of the time when I meet a character, I'm thinking I'm meeting the character. You are meeting the character. Yeah. I choose to believe that one day on the Empress Lily, someone had kidnapped Minnie. And in her place yep. was just something that went very wrong. She was, she was sick and then someone had to quickly sub in for her. Oh. You know, when we first started going to Disney, uh, downtown Disney was was the thing. And, uh, you know. Now, you did not like it. You know, it, it, it's so much more back then about shopping, which I really do appreciate the, the transition. When We'll talk about what Disney Springs looks like now. But it was, I mean, you really needed to want to go visit the world of Disney or the Lego store. Well, but there were three areas. Yes. You had what? Marketplace. Marketplace. Yeah, my favorite. Right. Sure. Then you had the west side. Which was like a little you bit more of the trendy liked, area. You liked the west side yeah. because it had Cirque du Soleil 
Yeah, back La in the day, La Nuba. It, it had um, the Vinylmation store, if you remember I that. do, because we spend an awful lot of money. We? Yeah, well, because it was the perfect Disney-like grab for me. It was sets. It was competitive. It was like the lottery. This is why we don't allow Corey to play the lottery. Oh, goodness. It was so bad. We had so many of those tiny little Mickeys. Yep. Anyway, uh, it had hey. House of Blues, which is still there. And my favorite, did you already say it? The NBA experience? Mm, I, I think that's, that's the new one. <laughs> <laughs> that is a funny joke. I'm never funny, <laughs> but that was real funny. Oh, Disney Quest. There it is, Disney Quest. And, you know, we were, uh, we were premium pass holders for a while. And... Uh, <laughs> It came with water parks for free, but there's a little asterisk there that says, and also Disney Quest. Well, Disney Quest is now gone. You um, loved Disney Quest. But Disney Quest, Me, you can so walk much. in and play video games. Now, who does that and goes to Disney World? Not many people, but they did have two or three um, video games of the Golden Tea, and you could just play as many rounds as you want, or NBA Jam. We could talk about there. a classic. You you would play Miss Pac-Man, but that's not fun because you could play for forty five minutes and not lose your three lives. That is true. I am very it would good at take Ms. a while. So, I, but I remember going to Disney Downtown Disney. Specifically, of course, the third place we didn't mention, which was Pleasure Island. Pleasure Island. Which early on, I thought Pleasure Island was so cool. <laughs> it sounds like something from Pilgrim's Progress. Okay, but it, it wasn't. <laughs> and it the wasn't. Debauchery of all okay, things. Not at all, because the story was Meriwether Pleasure was an industrialist who decided to move his family to Florida and essentially um, be created this this island. Uh, oh, yeah. The company sure. was dis destroyed in a storm, and Disney would re rediscover um, the the ruins and, and in honor of Mr. Pleasure. <laughs> Disney this. is shuffle shoveling a lot of stuff right now. Okay, and then every night at midnight, Pleasure Island had New Year's Eve. Oh, yeah. Which was a fireworks show at Downtown Disney and Disney Springs that ended in 2005. But at Pleasure Island, if you remember, um, there were quite a few different clubs and places that you could go. Now, do you remember? Yeah, 100%. Of course, I remember. It's not a cassette tape. It's not a CD. It was called... Eight Tracks. Eight Tracks. <laughs> Again, funny story. Early on in our marriage, Matt was not a big dancer. Still isn't, so I guess that story is still funny. But I remember we went one time to 8-Tracks, and you just stood there, the tall... I don't even know if you bobbed your head. And I was I so excited. I danced. Yeah, that was like a stormtrooper who was dancing. Okay. Let's Head just, bobbing. Let me go, go off on a little tangent here for a second. I, I get very upset over what people refer to as dancing. Dancing looks like exercise with singing, and they only dance to songs that they know the words to. 
Now, of course, I'm around the high school crowd a lot. Which is why A-Tracks this is was perfect. the same I for know all, the, all the weddings. And when, oh man, get your hands up, throw in the air, whatever that. No, A-Tracks was Oh, I know, your music. classic things. But we're, I'm just saying, people don't dance. They sing loudly and flail their arms. But when it comes to songs they don't know, of course, they got to stop dancing because dancing includes singing for so many people because that's what their mouth movement is considered dancing. So just, the other clubs, sorry, people, Mannequins Dance Palace, we never went to that one, oh. Motion, which was this video dance club. Really, we only went to eight tracks. We, did we go to Comedy Warehouse? No. You I don't know, think we did. We, and then we did go into the Adventurers Club. Yeah. If if we had known what was in Comedy Warehouse, we would definitely have gone. Right. And the Adventurers Club, that one um, was such a cult classic. Uh, it was performers and um, just so many cool entertainers. Some of the entertainers yeah. from the Adventurers Club uh, have shifted to other parts of the park. And I believe they participated in when they had the Christmas Day improv show yep. at Hollywood Studios. You saw some of those performers, brilliant performers. A great show. You know, yep. some ended up in American Idol experience. You know, they're called talent and they find their way, way around. I mean, if you think through Mary uh, from American Idol experience, I believe she started there too. Uh, and now she's on Main Street as what? A woman suffrage woman? Absolutely. Mm. Um, it's interesting because the there's still artifacts uh, from, from the Adventures Club um, in a number of different spaces. I think one of them is in Magic Kingdom yep. at the Skipper's cantina okay yeah, canteen canteen skipper's canteen mm -hmm. uh that jungle cruise ride i believe a hat is there the other thing that is the tie okay jock Lindsay's hangar bar yeah oh, sure today he was like kind of tied to raiders of the lost ark but he was a member of the adventurers explorers society so there's the tie uh, yeah. from then till now so pleasure island closed on september 22nd yep 2008 and everyone was devastated and I, I can't everyone, believe it's been that long everyone i mean all of the people who were the the uh, regulars it's interesting Pleasure Island and obviously there vibe. weren't that many if they closed it disney doesn't close things if it's making money fair enough you know they Pleasure used to Island charge money have, to get into yep, it and, and then they stopped charging pass. that no they didn't because on when it, they started they charging it. for like admission into the individual places but they they used to charge just to get in the pleasure Yep, because the people who had annual passes to pleasure island right. got a special like deal when it closed but what was interesting there were all of these hopes that the adventurers club would come back because that was the thing that people really liked. Yep. And then in 2010, November 10th, Disney said they were going to rebrand the whole thing and they were going to call it Hyperion Wharf. Yeah, right. Which you love a Disney Hyperion. Sure. The theater in Disneyland. Of course. Hyperion yeah, I theater. like it a little less now, now that they're showing Frozen instead of their classic Aladdin. Okay. I did get into that while they were showing Aladdin in a Disney Institute and got a 
training with the director from Aladdin on improv acting. Ooh, that was a stretch for me. So then finally in 2012, Disney said no Hyperion Wharf. Yep. And in 2014, Pleasure Island was never to be seen again. And then in 2015, it becomes the middle part of what is currently Disney Springs, which is now the landing. The landing, like I said, has Jock Lindsay's Hangar Bar. Sure. It has one of our absolute favorite restaurants. Yeah, Paradiso 13. 31. Oh, no. And we no, did no. like Paradiso. It's not one of our favorites. There no. was a period of time where Paradiso was one of our favorites. Yes. But today... The ganachery. Oh, oh no, no. Those little, okay, pro tip. The ganachery is in the landing. And well, again, this was pre-COVID-19, but you could go and they would provide oh, these amazing. There's no way they do this now. There was, they would provide these amazing Popsicle samples of, of chocolate ganache. And they Can had these little chocolate, now? like, well, they have the Balls, like beads, yeah. The beads Those that are were great deliciousness. Gifts. You know, they're very cheap. They're they've got a number of different flavors. They are still great gifts, and it's like in a vial, like a scientific tube vial. And they have different characters. They're named for different characters, different flavors. Well, but our favorite is the boathouse. Yeah, and let's talk about it in just a second. One of the major reasons when they went to transition into Disney Springs here, right? And even before that, you know, as they were kind of moving towards a larger scale model, one of the things we noticed, because we happen to rent a car um, at most of the time. Now, you don't have to. And we're going to talk about how to get to Disney Springs. But parking was a huge issue. So now they created two garages. You love them. The orange and the lime. The orange and the lime. Currently, now, do you have a as favorite? of this taping, only orange is open Yeah. in new COVID-19 rules. I believe 3,000 uh, cars can go into each or 3,000 spaces. I think I heard the new parking has 6,000, but I'm not sure if that includes the parking by House of Blues on the outside the still. strawberry lot. And yeah. there's a grapefruit garage. All named for citruses. Yes. Um, I don't think it includes the ones across the street. My favorite is the Lime Garage. You do like the Lime Garage. See, I'm a big fan of the orange because I like to end up by AMC whenever possible because I love movies and you don't. And see, I love Lime Garage because that's you where I end love, up by anthropology. Oh boy. So let's talk about your trip and what, what it would look like in a second. So if you're going to tell people... Uh, to get to Disney Springs. Now, you've got a number of options. Of course, people are staying off-site, so they they have to, you know, drive. So or take an Uber. Or take an Uber. And or so a Lyft. There are two specific drop zones for Uber and Lyft, and you One can request to be on the... One is Cirque du Soleil, and yep. the other is by... So on the west, yeah. or you can be dropped off kind of in the middle. By the landing, yeah. or well, the yeah, the marketplace maybe so town center, and you kind of request that, and same thing with pickup later. The if you're on Disney property, that's where things get a whole lot better for you. So no. wait, before we do that, there yeah. are three area, there are four areas now, not okay. three. So you have the marketplace, yep. You have the landing, you have town center, and you have west side. Okay. 
So West Side is near House of Blues, Cirque du Soleil, now the NBA Experience. Yep. Marketplace is closest to Saratoga Springs and some of the older, the Christmas shop and some of those things. And then Town Center has a lot of the stores and the landing is by the water. Yes. Well, and speaking of water, Disney intentionally made this on the water. It was actually called a village lake before that. I, um, I, I can't imagine it's called village lake now. Uh, I, I don't have a accurate map right now to look at, but uh, that waterway connects you to a number of different resorts. So if you specifically are on one of the, in one of these resorts, you have the option of taking a boat to Disney Springs. Now, do you okay, like this which boat? resorts? So it is. Do you like it? I do like the boat. I think it's really relaxing. I love the boat. Yeah, you know, and so I think it's pretty consistent too in terms of wait times. Four resorts. Yes. So the easiest one the and the closest one is Saratoga Springs. Yep. And you these mentioned are that. Saratoga Springs and Old Key West yep. are two vacation clubs. And the original vacation club, Old Key West first and then Saratoga, right? Uh, yeah, I think I'm, so. I'm pretty but sure in that order. Those two are Old Key West is like vacation club historical center that is a i happen to take a guys only trip there this past september and i know josh burek really enjoyed old key west old key west is great so you've got old key west and saratoga which we have frequented more often recently since becoming vacation club owners since you know those are where the points are the other two are in in what are called moderate resorts Two of, well, that's difficult to say because there are four moderate, five technically, if you count the Fort Wilderness cabins. There are a lot of good moderate resorts. I cannot speak to the Fort Wilderness cabins for obvious reasons. But the other four moderate resorts, Disney's Caribbean Beach, Disney's French Quarter, Disney's Riverside, and Disney's Coronado Springs. Not just side note, I would say Caribbean Beach. So you say Caribbean beach? I do. Pirates of the Caribbean? Correct. But when you travel to the Bahamas, you're traveling to the... Caribbean. Okay. <laughs> just, so you do change it there. I'm not, I mean, I... I <laughs> that, and ironically, <laughs> while we're speaking to that for just a brief <laughs> second, that happens to be our very first resort we ever stayed at together at Disney. Maybe episode six needs to be... The uh, resorts? Resorts. So at least some of them. But I cannot stress enough the french quarter yes. and riverside with that boat those are great resorts amazing coronado springs is also pretty spectacular. Now, now people who are coming to disney and are going crazy with disney oh my gosh i've only been here once in my lifetime i'm coming back you know, I think of when we went to Disneyland. What you've got to mark your priorities here. So, which when is part you do of why that, I love Disney because Disney rewards the planner. It's one of the few places on earth that if you plan, you are going to have a better experience than people who do not plan. Even with our senior trip, we are taking seniors to Disney Springs because we see the value of Disney Springs. But some of these people, families that are just trying to get the most out of their dollar. And there's nothing wrong with that because we all know that Disney, it costs a, a good chunk of change just to get to Disney. 
you're going to drive, you're going to save a, a good number of miles, whatever it takes, you're there and you're thinking, I got to get park, 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 park. Pro tip though. Yes. I would say Disney Springs is a great place to go if you have a family and are buying park tickets, do one of two things, either arrival day, departure day, or if you're fortunate enough to stay for a week, but you only buy a five-day park ticket, you know, take a park day off in the middle and you can do a resort pool and Disney Springs day because there is quite a lot to do and there's no admission. Yeah. So back to where we started. And, you know, if, if, if you're going in the summertime the heat is sometimes as bad as the chicago winter on the opposite scale now i prefer and you prefer the heat we would I love the heat we would never stop because of the heat but it does overwhelm some people we have had a few occasions there was one particular occasion in epcot where i was felled by the heat yes but that that was a one-time rookie mistake but that might be, disney springs could also be a middle of the day moment for you but let's go back to how do you get to disney springs and how long does it take so the boat ride takes about how long do you think 20 minutes 20 minutes from point to point so if you're waiting maybe add another 10 minutes you're thinking about a 30 minute moment from when you get to the boat dock to when you get to the springs what about the bus the bus is forever this is not a good disney advertisement for the bus no and it's not that it's not their fault it's that the Disney Springs buses are grouped together. So for instance, if you're staying at the Contemporary, it's going to be Contemporary and Polynesian. True. On a rough week, it'll be Contemporary, Polynesian, and Grand Floridian. Um, Fort Wilderness and Wilderness Lodge are typically connected, although sometimes that route is Wilderness Lodge Contemporary. French Quarter and Riverside, they're connected. They have buses together. Um, Animal Kingdom lodge and then kidani village those are connected that's roughly the same thing. that is far it is far and then i would say ironically the worst loop for buses is the boardwalk swan dolphin yacht club and beach club and they throw five resorts yeah. or at least at times they have yeah. now i think maybe they do which is ironic because they're mostly deluxe resorts yep i think now maybe they just do yacht and beach and then boardwalk swan and dolphin but you know having to start from your resort and then go to other places it really extends the amount of time that you're on the bus yeah well and uh, in my personal opinion, again, we rent a car. Now, sometimes that's a weekend is only going to cost us $50. Sometimes it's going to cost us upwards of $300 on a spring break or a um, summer trip because we're, we unfortunately have to go during the holidays. But we've found that the flexibility is needed most of the time. Now, you don't have to have a car to take advantage of the car situation, which we did say, you know, Uber and Lyft are some of the better options. If you take an Uber or Lyft, how long does it take you to get there? Not very long. Probably 10 minutes now, at most. Now, here's the one thing I would say. Disney Springs does have quite a number of places where a person could have an adult beverage. Sure. Right. And so... Obviously, a bus, if someone 
had an adult beverage right. would be a much better option. Right. And, and that's precisely why I think they've created Uber left <laughs> in the first place. But the, yeah, the, the notion of, and again, you've got to practice good social distancing and, you know, I think Uber in Illinois right now, you have to wear a mask. Uh, if you do go into an Uber now and their drivers are required to wear a mask, they actually have to take pictures of their, themselves in a mask before they pick you up just to prove that. But uh, you can dramatically take turn that time uh, down uh, from, you know, how much time you're probably spending in a bus. And most of the time it's going to cost us about $11 sometimes as cheap as $7 and you could fit three or four people in an Uber for sure. One thing you can do inside pro tip. Now this is if you don't have tiny people who have sore legs, but if you are going from a park, yep. you cannot get to Disney Springs from the park to Disney Springs. Yeah, And that's to avoid parking issues. Correct. Now after 4 PM, you can travel from the park to Disney Springs and vice versa. Having said that, um, you can take a bus from a park to Saratoga Springs, yep. get off at the Congress Park bus stop, and then walk via the nice little nature pathway yeah. over to where the marketplace is. It's a pretty fast walk. And in fact, that that's going to be our last means of travel, which is literally just walking, but you can only do that from Saratoga, Saratoga Springs. Springs. And uh, if you have vacation club points, Saratoga is a great option because it is almost always available. It's relatively cheap in terms of point value, and you are within walking distance of the springs, which gives you an option of going back for lunch and sit by the pool afterwards or coming back after fireworks and walking in. Uh, again, there's a couple of different values for the Saratoga. Now, there is so much to talk about. Yeah. At Disney Springs. What do you want to start with? Okay, so what I the way I see it is we have to do food, shopping, and attractions. All right. Well, I, I think the attractions are probably the least important part out of okay. my personal Except, opinion. having said that, that is one of your favorite things because of your love for Cirque du Soleil. Cirque du Soleil has its own dedicated tent. It is a permanent resident on Disney Springs now. It used to be La Nuba. La Nuba. Closed in 2017. Find it on Spotify. Listen to the music. It's glorious. I love Cirque du Soleil's storytelling. If you haven't been to an event with Cirque du Soleil, you got to go once just to experience it. Of course, you don't have to invite the whole family. Just take a date night, get one or two people. Uh, well, it's not a date night if it's just one person. But you could go as just a one, a single. That'd be easier to find a seat probably. I did receive one of the best birthday presents. That uh, was ruined by only, COVID-19. Yeah, you know, I've got I've got a ticket here right now in front of me that says Cirque du Soleil Drawn to Life. So it's the newest show. That and hasn't it's played yet. Because Friday, was June the 5th. I am scheduled to go at 8.30 p.m. Great seats, section yep. 104. And uh, that's not going to happen. That's it's not on my to-do list for this week. Cirque du Soleil has been awesome. I got my email today of how to request either a refund or a new date. We're going to go for a refund just because no one knows when 
live entertainment is going to be able to resume. Yes. Well, there's no park admission into Disney Springs. So all of these attractions are going to cost a little bit of money. So that particular one is probably on the higher end of cost, but you are getting a literally a Broadway based show. If you go to Las Vegas, they've got five Cirque du Soleil shows right now. And you are, some people go to Las Vegas, that's me, uh, only for the Cirque du Soleil shows. They're so good. So you get a really amazing experience out of it okay so what then you have the nba experience oh, i thought that's it's supposed to be an attraction like attract people we have never been so we cannot comment attraction we have, we have only been tainted by others and we both have been former basketball coaches so that may play a role into this okay, so that kitsch market that nba experience then what used to be called characters in flight is now the aerophile balloon okay um we have never been in that you are more than welcome to go anytime you want the taller hocket no don't blame it on me i've given you the option of leaving what am i me. gonna go alone i would gladly video you as you balloon go ride yeah anyway i'm so, not going up 10 feet in the air let alone 200 okay so the balloon looks amazing feet. all right there is kind of a quasi attraction food which is splitsville Oh, which is spectacular yes. sushi bowling delicious food sushi in a bowling alley it's really unbelievable you know we teach at TVs. Wheaton academy and a, a colleague of ours his name's nate i won't give away his last name uh nate uh we took him to uh splitsville and he, he uh, enjoys the asian cuisine and i said you gotta go to this bowling alley he's got the best sushi and he didn't believe me until he bit into it and we i think we tried three or four different options also tons of cool tvs so if you need to catch a game yes. it's not always easy to do that That's at disney and so splitsville is great what's a game <laughs> Those That's things going thing. okay two okay. more cool attractions both yeah. of which well, I've been to both. You've only been to one. Bibbidi-Bobbidi Boutique. Yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. Where you can take tiny humans and they can get their hair and makeup done and get dressed up like a princess. Uh, there's one in the Cinderella's Castle and then there's the downtown Disney location. Been there. I mean, they, they do some really cool things. It, it was it, amazing. Most of the time. I, I wanted to go. I see girls walking out of there like just of course they look like a princess but it looks like they're feeling like a princess um shout out to one of my favorite uh ex stage crew people we have a hashtag stage crew for life community forever carolyn hyde fairy godmother in training was a fairy godmother in training we'll never let her live that down because we're always going to bring that up. That's how we remember her Disney experience. Okay, but those she women are amazing. Perfect personality for that. Yep, and they are so great, and they have all sorts of cool things in there. Um, it's totally fun. Here's another pro tip: bring your own princess dress. Yes, yes. Well, if like, you, what are we talking price wise? What do you? What's a princess dress when you bring you, it your own? And then you what bring if you buy it your it? own? It might be like. Seventy dollars, sixty okay. to seventy. When you buy it there, it might be closer to like a hundred and fifty. Yeah, well, if you have a daughter, or more than one, asking, "Can I have a princess dress?" You got to be able to say yes. But you, they don't. They would be completely fine showing up in their own. Well, or just buy one at the Disney store outlet. Yeah, and bring it, and then they can bring their own. Okay. 
Um, okay, and then the last one. Don't say last because I would call an attraction AMC Theater. I attract to that all the time. You know, and, and typically we watch Star Wars movies there. True, we have seen episodes seven, eight, and nine there. Yeah, but, uh, you know, those days are gone unless other Star Wars movies come out, which they, they may will. or may not. But, okay, what's your last one? The coolest virtual reality attraction void, ever. Void, void. Yes, void and void. Weird. I've not done the Wreck It Ralph experience, but I have done the Star Wars experience four times, maybe three or four times, and it is amazing. Okay, what's your favorite part? That I get to hold a, I get to dress up like a stormtrooper, and I get to hold a blaster, and I get to go after. You're literally walking through a space, and you have no idea. With a helmet on your head, you you're, you feel like you're actually walking through the uh, the space in Star Wars. Uh, we I happened to go with Corey the last time she went, and she's been begging me to go, and so I decided I would be brave enough to say yes. And we went with this very short person. Now, this short person was short because of age, and uh, this kind of childlike preteen uh he was a short stormtrooper he was a little short for a stormtrooper and uh boy did he, he did not follow the rules i think i got shot a couple of times by the short stormtrooper because he's shooting at the wrong things i wanted to kick the short stormtrooper it's ridiculous oh yeah you it was fun to go with you because you were totally taken by the experience it is so awesome i i agree. Cannot, it was, recommend it was pretty it, shocking. cannot recommend it enough all right. Well, okay. let's talk shopping because it's definitely my favorite part. Oh, no. it depends. All right. So I'm going to talk about two of my favorite shopping things first, and then you can get into, of course, your your favorite zones. Uh, I particularly love the art of Disney. Um, that is in the marketplace. The art of Disney has you know everything from uh, original paintings to uh, replicas. Uh, uh, that you can buy for a cheaper cost to cells of animation, posters. I've particularly wasted, maybe not wasted, but bought a lot of Disney artwork and have that all around my classroom and uh, maybe some around the house, but it mostly stays in public places. Um, and then I, you know, I, I like it because I can see it, not necessarily because I'm going to, buy something there but there aren't too, there aren't very many under armor stores well, that yep, I that's can in the town square access. town center and if i find an under armor store it's like there's one in downtown chicago that's the only one in chicago and chicagoland's a huge market there's an outlet of course but the under armor store at disney springs now i get to find original merchandise the newest stuff and specifically shoes and i get to try on the two pairs of size 14s that they have unfortunately and but talk to people about okay so is this size fit true to size and uh again i don't shop in many places but i do like underwear i thought you were gonna say the christmas tree store you the know, christmas shop I, Sometimes I can get in on board with it, and sometimes I don't want to go into the Christmas. I mean, there's nothing that makes me want to go in it in June or July. No, there, there's no but way I want December, to go in December. There. there is no place better. They literally count down the days till Christmas every single day. That is that blows me away, and it smells like Christmas in there. It does smell like Christmas. So in the marketplace, uh, you also in the marketplace have some of the oldies but goodies. The once upon a toy 
which is oh, a great sure. place. Yep. Um, I believe Trend is yep. there. And then the Marketplace Co-op, which has yeah. some really cool stuff. Yeah, speaking of artwork, it's one of my favorite yep. places for original, unique Disney artwork. Not that you're like pretty traditional Disney another, animation. Another pro tip about the Marketplace Co-op, if you have ever seen those bricks outside of Magic Kingdom that have people's names on them and you ever thought, I want a brick, go to the Marketplace Co-op and you can get yourself your very own brick. And it's not very expensive. Yeah, it was a cool gift. Awesome. Um, also in the Marketplace, I think technically is the World of Disney, which connects sort of the marketplace with the town center. Yeah. A world of Disney is huge. I believe it's the largest store on Disney property. The one thing about Disney Springs is in some of those places, you know, again, you'll find unique merchandise, but the world of Disney is kind of the one that has everything. Uh, and that's where you go. If you're trying to, to get that, all one-stop shopping for your souvenirs yeah you know if you, and you got to set the ground rules ahead of time if you got kids we've taken a number of families in there and uh you know there are some tears to be had every once in a while because you don't lay out well you can have this one thing or these two things or sometimes it's we're just looking but we'll come back you know you you, you got to be a little proactive so that's the marketplace uh the landing doesn't have as many stores that tends to be, there's a jewelry store, but yep. that tends to be more the hub where there are restaurants. There's a sandals store. There's a... Which there's, we have purchased at that Javiana's sandal store because my shoes broke at yep. one point. There Art of shaving store. Many uh, shoe places that I have had to get because I've had broken shoes at yep. Disney. Um, what are the names of those shoes that I got? That Oh, the, the Sanko? Uh, yeah, something Sinoc. like that. Sanak. Sanak. Yeah, yes, you yes. really they like got those. a brand store in there. That's pretty cool. Okay, so then the landing, not as many stores. Then the west side, Devastation, one of my favorite stores was there. It's called Curl. It is gone now. Okay. Um, over on the west side is also like the Star Wars store. There's a great like Disney um like fun t-shirts and jewelry yeah. and, and all they have that. a marvel store soccer store marvel store soccer store that's all mm -hmm. on there mm -hmm. but the highlight the mecca for shopping is town center i have to tell you the moment in 2016 when those former parking lots now open stores like anthropology uniglow sephora losatane Kate Spade, Tommy Bahama. It was as if all of the things that were good and right in the world combined. Yes. Columbia, Lucky. Yep. Yeah. I mean, there, there's what's not much sock better. Place? Stance. Stance, uh, yeah. What's that place in New York City? That we, that we liked uh, the pink sweatshirt. Oh, super dry. Super dry. Yep. These are, these are stores that show up in major cities like Tokyo, New York City, Las Vegas, and Disney Springs. Which, not much better than shopping in Disney World. Yeah, you know, you got to plan accordingly. You better, you better have space in your suitcase. You could send it home. It gets a little pricey. But most of the time, you're, you're wearing it out. Um, 
anthropology is definitely your favorite. Yeah, although yes, for sure. You but didn't Uniglo, know about Uniglow until I came to Disney, which Springs. is spectacular. Uniglow, if you want to sponsor our podcast, we would be happy to uh, do props. Some of the best basic clothing at a great price. Jackets, swimsuits, sunglasses, anything you need if you've forgotten it. And here's another pro tip. Uniglow sells Disney shirts at what? Maybe a third of the Disney price? It's shocking that Disney allows it. Yep. Well, they have a partnership. So you can go in and get an adorable little princess shirt. For eight bucks. Yep. Six bucks. Yep. And or like a Toy Story shirt. Again, $6.90. As compared to that very same little picture of Woody or Rex, five stores down at $24.99. I don't believe you are allowed a pass holder discount though. So I don't think you get your 20% off if you have a pass holder card but at 690 you don't need a pass holder discount absolutely now it is a japanese-based store and i do know that there are very few six foot five men in japan that is true there are very few in america but there are less in japan and they do not the short of it my size the short of it yes that's why i travel over to under armor so disney springs shopping haven okay let's finish with dining because this well food in general is also what makes disney springs amazing truthfully people we go to disney and we eat we we really enjoy the parks but we really enjoy the meals and there are so many Love. great places that we cannot hit all the great places on any given trip. Love. And some of these great places are in Disney. So let's talk about one of mine that I always recommend. I particularly like a good Asian cuisine, but I particularly like seafood and especially sushi and something called sashimi. So sashimi is in essence sushi without rice. And it is, in essence, just pure raw fish. And uh, I was able to try a number of different styles of different types of raw fish. But Morimoto is the place for the sushi. And Morimoto is a combination of three different types of Asian cuisines. They, uh, it's, it's pretty bland if you were uh, scared of spice or like a sweet and sour type of thing, you could easily find something um, uh, less um, intense, uh, but it's really, really rich food. And they have like Peking duck that you can split with two. They have, and they specialize in what is uh, recognized as their, their signature dish, which is called the Buribat Bowl. And that is because Chef Morimoto made that on the Iron Chef way back when, when he wasn't anybody. And he uh, established his name through that. And the Buribat Bowl is a heated bowl that you can slap egg and fish, a tuna uh, on the bowl, and it'll actually sear and cook for you right on the bowl in front of you. It's a great experience. Okay, now, the one thing you could be easily detracted by at Disney Springs is you could be detracted by some of the big 
like glitzy places like the Rainforest Cafe or T-Rex or Planet Hollywood, which all have like big value in terms of image and appearance. And and in general, like if you go to Spain and you see a Hard Rock Cafe, you're thinking, oh my gosh, there's a Hard Rock Cafe. Not only do I get that experience of being in that, but it's food I know, right? You know, there's safety in food you know. What I would say, however, skip those three. There are better options. Okay. Um, So long, Cha-Cha from Rainforest. An oldie but a goodie that's gone was the Fulton's uh, Market, the Fulton Crab House on what was the Empress Lily. That's now Paddlefish. We haven't been there, so we can't comment. Well, and you say oldie but goodie, but the last time you're at Fulton's, you got... sick potentially from the oysters so that's one of the things keeping us away from the paddlefish as well um okay so your favorite is morimoto yeah i mean i have a number of favorites okay so i would say there's probably i have a top five oh my gosh that at every disney visit i need to go morimoto Corey's very strong in opinions art smith's homecoming that's a favorite of yours Sure. As well. Art Smith is uh, the chef from Oprah. Uh, Oprah and Deviled eggs. He's a Chicago tomatoes. guy. And I went on the the opening day for Homecoming and met Art Smith. Got to talk to him about my brother as a five-star chef at Let Us Entertain You uh, and partner. He's uh, My brother's phenomenal. But Art Smith, oh, speaking of Oprah, Oprah's on the news uh, today and they were just talking about our studio. You know our studio's name is? Harpo. Harpo. Did you know this? Oprah spelled backwards. Today I realized it for the first time. Oh, you were today years old. Okay. Um, Frontera Cocina. Sure. Which is a Rick Bayless. It's a Chicago restaurant, but Frontera is awesome. Yeah, and I think we have a connection because we went in Chicago on a really cool date back in the day. The Boathouse, which... I, I mean, I'd, I'd argue that that, was, that one's my favorite. Potentially. Depends. And we really like the boathouse outside. There's a dock side restaurant in the back, which you cannot get any better than sitting under a lovely umbrella, having a delicious wedge salad, shrimp cocktail at the boathouse at Disney Springs. Yeah, you know, we go for lunch a lot of times at all these places, but... There is no price difference, though. But I'm saying for lunch, you, you're sitting down for a meal that you're not grabbing a whole bunch of food for and the boathouse is owned by gibson's which uh if you're from the chicagoland area you know that's a pretty fancy restaurant the boathouse's prices are pretty up there you could spend 70 dollars for prime rib but you know we could spend 14 dollars for a burger and you can get your three or four shrimps for Twelve fifteen dollars, and we split a wedge salad, salad. and uh, I get an Arnold Palmer, and it's it's very reasonable. Okay, my last one, but I would divide it by two. We mentioned Slip Splitsville, yep, which is a good one. Another hidden gem, Deluxe Burger. Sure, it is a burger place that has everything. Even if you don't like burgers, they have non-burger burgers yep they have turkey burgers but they have delicious french fries and they have sauces that you can dip your fries curry ketchup best anywhere oh yeah that's true i do like the fry sauces we we take our senior trip there every year 
exceptions this past year. Hopefully we can continue this process, but we like to take the chaperones there. It's, it's a very, um, it's a very good meal for the price. Uh, you know, of course you, okay. So you've mentioned your five. What are some other ones that are out there? There's the polite pig. Yep. Which is new. And I've, uh, I've been reading about the polite pig and I think that might be on a must do list now. Okay. Um, STK Orlando. Yes. The uh, Edison. Now I've been to the Edison to the late Edison. at night. You know, it's, it's definitely featured for its, uh, adult beverages, but they do offer some, uh, some basic food items. Go ahead. Yeah. And there's a number of places. There's a pizza Portofino. I yep. believe that's connected yep. there. Um, paddlefish we talked about. That's another one. Raglan road. Irish yep. pub is a big cult classic. We've never been there. But I mean, if you like fish and chips, you got to go. Yep. Uh, there's a Terralina Italian restaurant. Um, other quick service, Earl of Sandwich. Sure. Oldie but a goodie for us. There's Wolfgang Pucks. Wolfgang Pucks. I mean, one of our good friends ate dinner there uh, one time and said it was great. Um, I'm trying to think what some of the other... There's a number of like stands now where you can get like poutine or crepes or yes. sausages. Um Jeer Deli. Yeah, if you're going for dessert, you've got an option of Jeer Deli. Uh, Jeer Deli's got some, it's got an actual physical store, and then it's it's got the ice cream shop as well, pre-COVID, pre of course. Food trucks. Yep. That, again, pre-COVID were there. And then the one other place that deserves a mention relative to Disney Springs is Sprinkles Cupcakes. Of course. Where you can use the cupcake ATM machine to get a cupcake but i wouldn't yeah the the menu there is awesome my favorite is the sea salt walk caramel. in uh, sea salt caramel's great carrot cake's great um some people red like that velvet. red velvet yeah absolutely yep you can also get your ice cream with your cupcakes in well like and, a, and you can do mini cupcakes and do like four for gluten free and vegan and i'm not a big dessert fan but i enjoy a big uh, a, a decent cupcake there so, I feel like we could talk about Disney Springs for a long time. Well, it's definitely going to come up in future podcasts of, you know, these moments that we uh, will take our break and remember something about Disney Springs. It definitely is a part of our experience. We go to Disney a lot. Disney Springs, even though it's, you could call it just a shopping mall with f some great food, is still coded in Disney. If and, the resorts were open right now yeah, and not the parks, I would go because Disney Springs is open. Come on, Disney, open the resorts so I can go. Oh, well, you know, we're going to get to episode six here next week, of course. We'll see. We'll update you on Disney's news. They're supposed to lay out a plan here soon. This week. If you have suggestions or ideas of what you would like to hear us talk about, you should comment. Yeah, or, and some of you said it's been hard to comment on the platform you're using, so comment on our Instagram. That's probably the easiest thing. Go to Hockett Matt. Hockett Matt, but bombard Hockett Corey with messages. She'll love you for life. Or Hockett Oswald. He might not respond as quickly. All right, well, this has been another episode of Long and Short of It. Thanks for joining us. Hope you enjoyed it. Go visit Disney Springs and see what you could bring back. Of course, 
It might cost you a little bit, but it might be worth it. Goodbye.